now it's time for some midweek thoughts. So last night I was uh, I was talking to my wife and we were talking about different things and everybody knows like I'd been doing a keto diet for like three years now mm-hmm. and uh, works really well for me. It comes natural. It's my default. And and my wife said to me something like, yeah, as soon as they see that keto you know, is, is legit and, and works really well. I'm like, yeah, but I don't, you know, she's like mainstream keto is, is hitting this. I'm like, yeah, but I don't like the mainstream keto. Like it's full of these products and all of these things that you don't really need to do keto. Well, I just, I just don't want to be keto. It's, it's too much. It's, it's, it's like a fatty diet that I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> and then I just couldn't stop laughing because I said, it's a fatty diet. F A D D. It's a fatty, but keto is a low carb, higher fat diet. So, you know, yeah, fatty, fatty. Fat, it's a fatty diet. It really is both now. <laughs> so, keto is both now a fatty diet and a fatty diet. Um, but it's not just for fatties either. I mean, even yeah. if you're, even if you're a smaller person, keto, ketosis has its benefits, but it is great for, you know, losing weight and burning body fat. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing to be afraid of there, but you don't need the products. But anyway. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but, but keto, that whole journey for me into keto, uh, has really opened up this world of like preventative care. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Uh, in me. And it's not that like you use keto for that. Oh, but, Tim, it's the first that, time that is my phone has rang on the podcast. I thought you were going to blame it on me. Do you want to talk to somebody, whoever this is? Yeah. You know what this? Hang on. Hello? Hello, Jonathan. Yeah. Hi, it's Ken from... Hi, Ken. How are you? I'm good. Oh, he actually needs to take that. It's like an actual call. So I'm just going to talk real quiet here. John's laughing. Can you guys hear me? Yo, John's cracking up right now. This is funny. He's like, has to take notes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're back. We, we should we should have left that rolling because that was an epic conversation. Yeah, well, I didn't know how long it was going to go. I was like, maybe this is going to take a lot longer. Uh, which actually, that ties in really well to kind of what I was, wanted to talk about. Like, I have to get this MRI done for my elbow because it's just still not really healing well. Mm-hmm. And the last time I called to get it scheduled, like the people that I was on the phone with for the scheduling were able to give me an estimate for what it's going to cost right on the phone. Well, I called yesterday to do it. And they're like, yeah, we need to send you over to this other financial person. And then he just called and said, well, I need you to send you over this other financial counselor. And I'm like, you know, fuck your bullshit. (laughs) Like, this is the problem with the medical industry in America today. Like, there's so many different loops and hoops you got to jump through. People like me that just need a simple procedure done, Mm -hmm. they just get sick of it. And they're like, fuck it. I'll just live with a fucked up elbow. Yeah. I don't really feel like going through all that bullshit. Yeah. So. Anyway, damn it. Now I'm fired up now. <laughs> pissed, that guy pissed me off. And I'm like, I know I really need to get an MRI on my elbow, but I really wanted to be pissed off at that. Oh, yeah. Establishment shit. Yeah. <sighs> Let's take a breath. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Find your happy place. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So, but I wanted to like the pre- preventative care. Um, I think it occurs like, yeah, I think about the role of, hospitals and mm-hmm. emergency rooms and they are very good at providing the at that acute care mm-hmm. accident happens emergency happens you go to the hospital you go to urgent care and they're very good at treating that one thing mm-hmm. 
keeping you alive. Yeah. I need stitches quick. (laughs) Right. That's that one thing they're very good at. They're not focused on how it happened. Mm -hmm. They're not focused on your life leading up to that. They're focused on where are you at now, keeping you alive and trying to get you back to where you were before you came in. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you have your doctor's offices that are really good at that. Some of that other minor acute stuff. And they're very good at treating symptoms of, of chronic diseases that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not, their role is not necessarily to be an active part of your life in preventing mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Here's what you, what were you, here's your life. Here's what you're experiencing here. Let me give you this drug. Um, try to do some of this other stuff too, but this drug is going to help manage your symptoms. Yeah. And get you keep you as normal as possible. Well, I, th- I think it's because those drugs are quick. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in two weeks, you could experience relief. Right. We have an easy. It's an easy answer to something. And there's there's little emphasis on well, how did you get here in the first place? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about like the role of a health coach. Mm. They have the time and the experience to basically teach you how to live like the most your most healthy life possible. Mm-hmm. Um. And not in strict ways, but just here's some of the things you can do to set yourself up that if indeed they're not meant as a cure all to fix everything mm-hmm. or to prevent anything from happening, um, though it, that can be, mm-hmm. especially chronic disease. Yeah. Um, but acute stuff still happens. You might still get some kind of a disease. But wouldn't it be ideal then when you go in with that issue to be in the best possible health? Mm hmm. As a, pre- as a prevention mes- method, I can't protect from this stuff. But, you know, if I get in a car accident and I need to do emergency surgery, I want my body to be in the best possible health when I go in there. Yeah. Or like if you have to do chemo or something, it would be much, it'd be more beneficial probably if you were in tip top shape otherwise. You know what right. I mean? Right. And it's going to, not only will it help you maybe avoid some of that stuff, but even on the back end of it, the recovery process, mm-hmm. you're already going to be healthy. You know, so mm-hmm. you, you are already a leg up over somebody that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, your body, if you go in with a stressed out body um, that's overworked and trying to work really hard to keep yourself healthy, and then all of a sudden you have this other stress on your body, it's only going to be that much harder on the back end. Mm-hmm. And then, but I was thinking about that in, re- in relation to like mental health too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, when, when you think, I would assume... When you say therapist, they're like, oh, yeah, if I start feeling depressed or anxious or a crisis happens, I'll go see a therapist. Yep. <laughs> but it's almost like it's almost like, yeah, you're you should be going before then because you don't want the car accident to happen. You want to prevent the car accident from happening. Right. Or if it does yeah. in the therapy mindset, if a crisis does happen, all of that therapy beforehand is going to help you handle that crisis. Mm hmm. So you're going to be able to deal with it more, how to understand the emotions of that. And I think that's why it's important to do that preventative stuff and see that that care person beforehand, that therapist, that health coach, that somebody that's going to help set you up that if something does happen, mm-hmm. you are prepared to handle that thing. It's kind of like insurance in a way. It's, it's kind of like kinda, just in case. But we live in a society that has insurance. Right. That, oh, don't worry. Man, if something happens, we got it taken care of. So you just go ahead and live however you want to live, and we'll be there for you when it happens. Except they're not. <laughs> oh, as just experienced on yeah. the phone right here, and all these hoops you got to go through. Oh, whatever. dude, I know. Uh, um, yeah. Well, I, I think of it as like having a tool belt, and I think of like whenever I come across a situation 
would I rather have more tools than not? Absolutely. <laughs> like, right. you know, if someone's like, Hey, Tim, build this birdhouse, but I only have a hammer. It's like, well, I'm going to need a lot more than just a hammer to build a, a birdhouse. So, but you know, throughout my life, if I'm thinking someday I might build a birdhouse, I'll be accumulating tools throughout my life. So when that time arises, I'm prepared. Right. So it's like, if I see myself prone to anxiety and I see myself prone to all of these things, why wouldn't I equip myself with tools? So when I come to a situation where I'm losing my freaking mind, I'm prepared. That's kind of the way I look at it. Having right. foresight. Mm-hmm. You had foresight and I thought foreskin. You um, got to have foreskin in situations. I got distracted by like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have got so pissed off at that guy on the phone because I really might need an MRI done on my <laughs> elbow because I might need surgery because it's not healing. That was probably not the best decision. Anyway, <laughs> all that to say that I think that that preventative care, but, but it, I mean, it bleeds over into other areas too. Like even in our, in our belongings and our vehicle, our vehicles that we have are like, they're important to us today, mm-hmm. to transportation. And, you know, I know people, they say oil changes, tire rotation, but how much, ma- how many people actually pay attention to the maintenance schedule on their vehicle? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And then they, their car breaks down. What happened? Right. And the, and all of these garages are like, Hey, don't worry. We'll fix it. <laughs> we'll take care of it. You know, but all of those things, how many things could be avoided if you would just follow the recommended maintenance schedule for your vehicle? Mm-hmm. I think wealthy people do that. Oh, dude, this might open up the whole door into like a, a full length. Well, I have, I have something to add to privilege. this maintenance thing. I have something to add. You want mm-hmm. me to go sure. first? Yeah. Um, excuse me. Well, I go to the chiropractor and, uh, he Speaking always, of chiropractor. All right. I'll <laughs> yeah, straighten up the posture. Dude, I know. My back's <laughs> terrible. Um, I go once a month, and he always talks about it being maintenance. He's like, you know, people typically think of the chiropractor when you go to pick up something off the floor. You, you pull your back out, and you can't move. I need to see the chiro. But other than that, people usually don't think about going. Mm-hmm. But he's like, think about it like flossing. You don't have to floss, but if you don't do it regularly you're going to be 50 years old with your teeth rotting out of your face. I mean, I remember seeing an interview with Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks, someone said to Tom, what is the number one regret you have in life? And he's like, I should have flossed when I was younger. Or how about this? Why do we need to floss? INFJ coming out now. Why do we need? Well, to this floss? is just an example. I know, you don't need Tim, to, but this is a podcast where we riff and we dive into different well, things. Well, well, I guess it like, is a great example. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you can you can go down that road. But let me yeah, finish this example. Like I just um, jumped into it. <laughs> he dove right in. Alice in Wonderland style. <laughs> the Matt or the Matt Hatter. Um, but I guess I guess what I'm getting at is with with um with the chiropractor thing. You know, if you don't get maintenance done on your spine, like you would with your teeth or anything else, like going to the dentist, you're going to wake up and have disc degeneration and be like, what happened? You know, I'm just getting old. It's like you actually, that's not actually the case. Like it could have been prevented if you just would have taken measures when you were younger. So treating your mental health that way is just as the same as anything else. So, all right, so go ahead. Oh no, like you were saying with flossing, but you could insert any, just about anything, well, anything, any modern day thing here that we use for, I guess, preventative care, like the flossing. And I think about like, well, what did our primal ancestors use for floss? Do they need to floss? What do they use to brush their teeth? Do they have to brush their teeth? I mean, dude, their hygiene was probably god awful. I bet. I think it was probably amazing. Do you think their teeth were amazing? I bet their teeth were probably perfectly straight. They were clean. Because, I mean, look at most, like, 
I, I shouldn't say all dogs because dogs are fed the, just a horrible canned food, you know, or bagged food diet, depending on what you get, which is going to lead to gum disease, which I've actually heard, like, if your dog stinks, it's probably because the food you're feeding it. Oh. Um, because of everything that it's in its food, it's just not, it's not healthy food. Mm. Um, dog buying food for your pets my gosh it's just as hard as buying food for yourself to know that it's not with fillers and industrialized ingredients and things like that um i haven't thought about feeding my dog like a raw food diet like just mm. getting them like you know hamburger and stuff like that and, mm. but anyway i think that their teeth were probably great their jaw structure was probably great they were chewing on bones they were chewing on cartilage marrow all of that stuff they weren't eating the harmful foods that we were eating today that's going to attack the bacteria in your mouth and and turn it rancid I mean, but look so, at like Europeans and stuff. They're known for having like horrible teeth. You know, maybe. I don't know. Actually, Weston, a, if anyone really wants to look into this, look up Weston A. Price has some phenomenal research on mm. the jaw structure and things like that. Right, I'm, uh, yeah. teeth. But anyway, like just it, the things in our house that we that we own that we don't maybe take preventative care of because we live in a world where it's a quick fix society. Mm-hmm. Hey, just live your life. Don't worry about things. Well, that's breaking. Exactly we will take care of you if it does. And there's this, these huge now industries built on people's. Um, laziness laziness (laughs) essentially yeah and inability to and i think it's gonna catch up to us Mm -hmm. unless people start paying attention to uh things that could come up Mm -hmm. and understanding like how your body works how your things you know how your things your car works how your air conditioner works or your hot water heater any of these things if you don't do maintenance it's gonna break and it's gonna cost you more money down the road than it would if you would just take care of it in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny talking about maintenance. I actually had a conversation last night where I was like really tired, but I wanted to stay up. And I was like, why do people need to sleep? Like, why were we designed to sleep? Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, what if we were just lived in a world where sleep just wasn't a thing and we could just, I mean, our lives would be almost doubled in some ways. And as far as like stuff we could do and, I, was, I thought it was so bizarre. Like, why were, why were we designed this way? Mm-hmm. And then they were saying, you know, because one, you need to be able to power off some time to let things rest and recalibrate and stuff and rejuvenate. Otherwise, like, can you imagine not ever having sleep and you can't ever turn your brain off? Like, how many times does your brain spinning and spinning and spinning and you go to sleep, you wake up and your brain is like back at zero again? And it's like, if you never had that hard reset, like a computer doing a hard reset, I think, I mean, it'd be insane to think about not having that. Dude, sleep, I think, is the number one of the top five health epidemics in the country. Mm-hmm. Because sleep is that time where your body does its own maintenance. Oh, yeah. Um, there's yeah, exactly there's it. proteins in your brain that clear out all of these deposits in your brain. Um, if you're not sleeping enough, poor sleep patterns lead to Alzheimer's mm. um, because the, the Alzheimer's prevention happens while you sleep. Mm. Um, something that has to do with like amyloid deposits and stuff like that. I'd have to look at it. Mm. Um, my big takeaway from learning about that was that sleep prevents Alzheimer's hmm. proper sleep because it cleans up your, your brain has a chance to rest. Your digestive system has a chance to rest. Mm-hmm. Like everything in your body is resting then. And that's the time where the body's probably like, finally, mm-hmm. I can actually do my thing. Yeah. And this person isn't fucking everything up, <laughs> yeah, I know. you know? So sleep Stop is Stop shoving crap important. down your mouth. You know? And I think at some point people made it like a badge of honor to like not sleep. Well, that's just it. You know? like, that's what I'm getting at. Is I think like 
it's a nice thought. Like people were like, man, I can, I can function on four hours of sleep a night. No, you, you can't. Well, well, maybe you, a couple people you, can. Well, well, you but, can for now. Yeah. Like that'll work for a couple months, but let's see how you are in a yeah, year Your from cortisol now. is going to be through the roof. You're mm-hmm. going to stress your body out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just, just like even athletes that Start just run weight. and run and run and run and run, like they're, they're your, our bodies are pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Like if it senses we're get under a lot of stress, it's going to change and it's mm-hmm. going to help us handle that. Like it's not going to fight against, it'll do what we want it to do as long as it can do that. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it's just going to get overloaded because it's called aging. Mm-hmm. I told someone last night, you know, when you think about your body, it, it's got a shelf life. Like mm-hmm. it was, it's only capable of doing so many processes. Mm-hmm. And I said, so think about when we exercise, when we run, when we lift weights, our heart rate goes up. Mm-hmm. And if we know that our hearts only have so many beats till it's done, why are we at young ages making our heart beat more beats than mm-hmm. it really has to do? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing that to ourselves? We're killing ourselves yeah, early. Sh- shortening your life. Yeah. So if you're, if you're running a couple times a week at a, at a max heart rate, you're killing yourself. Hmm. And people don't. And then when you all of a sudden realize that, it's like, Oh, I never really thought about it like that. My heart's, it's, you know, so there's a way to exercise in a way that's, that's healthy and manageable. That's actually better for you mm. and to develop your aerobic and your heart rate, your capacity. Um, but maxing your heart rate a couple of times, that's not it. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not good preventative care. So Dang. it's freaking complicated, man. Yeah. But this is, we should wrap it up here. Yeah, we this, should. This is good though. Yeah. But all right. Maybe I'll call that guy back, schedule my <laughs> Hey, uh, sorry about that. That was that was my brother. He, he, I, I so wish we would have recorded that whole conversation. I mean, if I had known that it was going to escalate to that, I would have kept going. You can at least keep the part wherever I come back in. No, I will. Yeah, no, I'm not going to delete all of that. That was funny. All right. Okay, everybody. Cool. Have Peace a great out. week.